0: you're listening to the writer than you podcast good morning on this tuesday bill writer with you thank you for listening to the show appreciate your phone number on the program eight five five two one two four cbs twitter for tommy over here you got a pretty daddy from one of the folks out there on the twitter machine just randomly yesterday at Dcell cbs andrew Bogush will join us about 20 minutes at Andrew Bogish. I'm on there at SportsRider, Sports R E I T E R. Before we go through the normal procedure here, we tell you what we're going to talk about. We check in on the loquacious executive producer of the show, and then we get into it. Let me just tell you, I told you so about Dak Prescott. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Got that one wrong. Hey, I was wrong. Either Dak has figured it out and he's a postseason machine like we saw last night or or I don't know or he played an octogenarian in a losing football team. I don't know. Either whatever. He did it. Good job. I'm sorry, listener Bryce and the and the, the rest of you that parlayed Tampa Bay and the Giants. We got halfway there. Halfway doesn't cut it. I got it. I get it. We're just gonna keep on keeping on I'm like Tom Brady I don't know I'm gonna just focus on that we're gonna figure out what comes next later in a sadder voice um there's nothing like maturity in, in, a, in a leader in a quarterback in a, in a potential face of the franchise and somebody that wants a fraction of a billion dollars a you know a fairly substantial fraction of a billion dollars there's nothing like the maturity when when you're having some difficulties of going on the old IG. And, and being really obscure with some kind of quote that looks like it came out of a an air supply song. Way to go, Lamar Jackson. We'll get into that later. All out of love, I get, or money, I don't know. That's coming up in 30 or 40 minutes. I want to sing air supply. If I could sing, I would be singing air supply for you wherever you are, on your way to work, whatever you got going, at this exact moment. Uh, we will dive with some detail, not just into the game last night, but into what's next for Tom Brady. Brian McFadden going to join us. I think, I think, couple time, Super Bowl winner, just cash, casual. I got a couple. Long time former NFL player, does a great podcast. A colleague of mine at CBS Sports, that will be fun. Uh, Buy or sell is is going to be on the agenda a- as it always is. We might try to make some time for LeBron James. Proven, hey, just because Brady's struggling doesn't mean not. some of us can't can't roll back the clock, drop almost fifty points. Tom, what's up, buddy? You got man, you got a really tight shirt on today. I'm not gonna lie white tight shirt and you got some muscles. Okay? My brother was in town, he's still in town, and he basically was telling me I need to lose some weight. And I'm looking at you and now I also like feel like I should be in the gym. Twole, you look good. You look you look kinda of preppy ish. I like I like what we got going on here.
1: Uh first off good morning to you Bill. Happy morning. Tuesday. Uh yeah, I got a white thermal going. Uh it is a little tight. It's been in the dryer one too many times, but uh, I went for it.
0: It looks, here's the thing though, I stain every shirt I own, like it is, I just, it's a problem. How do you keep that that from just, you know, New York dirt, I know you don't drink coffee, but just the food, just, it looks pretty pristine right now.
1: It's in pretty good condition, I'm actually pretty impressed with myself. I think if we look hard enough though, we'll find a stain
0: somewhere on it. Um, yes, so my brother, my brother, let me see if I can get, if I can get all three. Yeah, so yesterday my brother's in town, right? My brother's in town, and we went out and about this Manhattan Beach where I live for maybe three hours, right? Ran some errands, went to a grocery store. He wanted to experience the tennis thunder, so we gave him some of that lightning, Tom. Um, three fame i never see famous people. We saw, to be fair, I wouldn't have recognized one of them. We saw three famous people in an hour. You want it real quick? Even though we got to talk football, I'm going to give it to you. Ready? First, we saw Post Malone, who who I wouldn't have recognized, but I, I like I like the gentleman's music. Then we saw Vince Vaughn, who certainly I would have recognized. Yeah, tall guy, tall. I mean, like, you know, recognizes like. Or in my case, Short recognizes that he's, yeah, he's a tall dude. Uh, and then we saw Megan Rapino, the, the, the soccer player. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The reason I thought of it is you look like a celebrity in that shirt. You stick out.
1: <laughs> uh, I think that's a little much, but that is a nice trifecta that you guys noticed yesterday.
0: If you walk down the streets of Manhattan Beach or Santa Monica or whatever, people in that shirt, people be like, "Is that is that guy an honorage?" That's where we would go.
1: I think more people would say, "Why is he
0: wearing that shirt?" Because he was an honorage. I mean, you don't yeah, the the confidence it takes, and obviously you work out. It looks like you have a personal trainer looking good. You know, what else look good, Dak Prescott. I told you, I told you, and I was wrong at least so far. I, I can't wait to see what happens against the Niners, but. Told you, Dak Prescott wasn't going to win. Told you, the Dallas Cowboys were a farce. Told you not to believe in him, even against a, a broken and feeble Tampa Bay organization with a quarterback, unfortunately, and Tom Brady, who deserves to go out in a different way. If, if, in fact, that was his last game, but that's not how the sport works when you push the limits of age. And I was wrong. We say at the start of the show, oh man, I'm wrong, I was wrong." Last night, Dak Prescott was absolutely remarkable. In that game, he was poised, he was under control, he dominated every aspect, he had five total touchdowns, he threw four, he ran in another just for fun. I was expecting a six touchdown, he was just going to you know, do a little shuffle in backwards, right? A little just A little moonwalk in backwards, that's how easy it was. In fact, maybe the entirety of the Cowboys' incompetence in the postseason, the lack of ability, the pressure that I expected, all of it was funneled, accidentally or otherwise, into... Their, their field goal kicker because, you know, points after are really hard. that, that Those extra points, man. Whew, glad he got the fifth. Get that confidence going for that Niners game. I got nothing but praise for for, for now, for, for, for Mike McCarthy. I got nothing but praise for, for Dak Prescott. And I will say this. People, athletes, competitors, all of us can, in fact, change our narratives, can change our trajectory. Things that were once true can be made false if you work hard enough, you can get through it. I don't think it's easy. I don't think it's likely. I don't think it's common that people change. But it's certainly possible that Dak Prescott, for whatever reason, figured something out about the obvious massive talent that he has and that how it translated last night is as much or more about Dak Prescott and, and therefore the Cowboys than a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that was only in the playoffs because they were part of and won a division that was an absolute divi- farce and disaster and dumpster fire and proves the point sometimes that maybe the NFL should have the power to just, you know, be like, you know, we're, we're just not, we're going to pretend this di- this division does not exist this year. It's like, it's like the uncle at Thanksgiving. If uncle what's his name figures it out, he can come next year, but not this time around. Tampa Bay was awful. But maybe some of that is how good the Cowboys are. And maybe, maybe when Dallas goes next weekend to San Francisco and plays a 49ers team that most of us expect to, at a minimum, make the NFC Championship game, maybe Dallas and Dak are going to be formidable. Maybe the rookie quarterback in in Brock Purdy, who I I think and thought looked extremely... Cool under pressure, especially in that in that second half, is going to struggle in the way that rookies are supposed to. Maybe Dallas is the real deal, and, and maybe they make an NFC Championship game. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm not supposed to come on the radio and say that I'm a little confused about what's happening, but I did not anticipate what Dallas did yesterday. Not just the win and 31-14, by the way, a little flattering to Tampa Bay. I mean, the score is it's you know it's kind of like that shirt on top. Like it, it looks it looks good, Tampa Bay. You know, but but let's be fair. Could have woken up this morning, and the score could have been I don't know thirty eight to ten or seven or six, and it would have felt just as appropriate. You utterly got dominated, and, and that that Dallas Cowboys team finally lived up to the promise of that quarterback. Finally lived up to the idea that this is America's team. It makes me frustrated when I hear it, but I heard it everywhere last night. At least you look like it and finally look like a legitimate contender. And we've talked about this. If Dallas is going to click right now, if Dak Prescott and the offense we know he can produce is something he can do in the playoffs, and I, I'm with you skeptics out there saying, Bill, don't give up on this Dallas sucks thing. Don't do it. I understand that the Niners defense is a whole different level of challenge. Forget even the offense for San Francisco, which is going to be really, really tough. But if Dak can take care of his part of, of of the job, if he can keep his team in the game, if he can best or compete effectively like a great quarterback against one of the best, probably the best defenses in the NFL, then they've got a puncher's chance or more next week. And that's a big question mark for me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Tampa Bay is very good. I already knew Tom Brady was really sad. We're going to get into that in a second. I knew that it was unlikely that the Bucks were going to score a lot of points. I thought what was going to happen is that Dak Prescott was going to play poorly. He was outstanding. That's the most touchdowns by a quarterback for Dallas in postseason history. That's impressive, the five that he had. He played great. He played great. And they deserve all the praise in the world. Okay. That said, way to go, Dallas. Gave you your due. Not doing any ands, ifs, or buts for now. Interesting to see what happens next. That Buccaneers team was a was a disaster. Tom Bowles can't coach. We've known that. We know that. Probably shouldn't be back. That team looked like a team that was under 500. That looked uninspired. And Tom Brady man, he was he was old and he it was it was hard to watch. I don't know if Tom Brady haters like Andrew Bogish are going to revel in the misery of watching Tom Brady go through that game. We're going to find out from, from Bogus in eight minutes. No judgment if you are. I, I had to, it, it was hard to watch. That is a tough way for a legacy to go out. And, and Tom Brady, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy Muscles, I believe that that, that interception he, he threw at the goal line in the red zone is the first time in his career that he has thrown a pick in the end zone in his story time scoring a lot of points and obviously having a lot of opportunities to make that mistake in the postseason ever for Tom Brady. It was a it was a real, real lull. And we've got a few bits of sound on Brady. I don't know that I'll play them all for you. They're all sad. And and I'm not saying that in a making fun of him kind of way. Here's Brady in just talking about the game and, and what happened and how good of a team... He played against and all you're going it, to it's all the cliches, but you can hear this dude to me and I think to you sounds broken. They play pretty good. You know, they played good defensively and put a lot of pressure on us and we just couldn't make enough plays. So it's kind of typical the way we played all year, just inefficient in the passing game and not very good in the run game. So, uh, you know, it's hard to be good teams like that. That Tampa Bay Buccaneers team and credit Dak Prescott for for, for getting them ahead especially in that second quarter. (laughs) They missed their first, sorry, four-point PATs. All right. And and I I, I get that Tampa Bay was was playing catch-up, but you're going to run the ball 12 times, and you're going to have Tom Brady, who is a 45-year-old, who if he has any magic in him, and he did not, but if he had, it it isn't going to be Josh Allen part whatever. It's going to be the the Peyton Manning model we saw when when Manning in his last year won with Denver. He's not going to throw the ball as far. He's not going to throw the ball as impressively. It's going to be maybe a little bit less on him and and a balanced offense. They had Tom Brady throw the football 66 times. The guy's 45 years old. Every aspect of that game was an embarrassment. The way that Brady played, the game plan that they came up with, the lack of help offensively, And, and I... I am a believer that in some sports you can see effort, right? I, I think there are a lot of sports. NBA for sure, soccer for sure, largely because those guys are wearing helmets, where you can be like, "Oh, these guys have given up on their team." That's hard. To, that's hard to see in football. It's an easy cliche. It's hard to see. The dudes are wearing helmets. You can't read most of their faces. They're crashing into each other. It, everyone looks like they're they're efforting something because most of us are sitting on our couch trying to decide if we should drink our third Budweiser or not as we watch the game. That Buccaneers team looked like they had no interest in being there. They looked like they had no interest in competing. What a brutal way for Tom Brady to go out. All right, call us if you want, 855-212-4CBS. Here's the question. Tom Brady's got some words on it. Here's two questions. I think the primary question, or one of them is, what does Tom Brady do next? And that's a good question. But after last night's performance, here's the second question. Why, if it includes playing football, would anyone care? We'll get into that next here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Let me ask you a question, Tom. And This is not a criticism of you or really anyone, but if it were, it's certainly not you. And I don't want you to stop playing it. But what does it mean when he's right, he's right? For whom is that not true?
1: Uh, I think we're we're going for when you're right, you really nail it like you weren't you got everything exactly pinpoint right.
0: <laughs> the guy sounds bored when he's right he's right. I get it <laughs> Ryder's his last name, okay I mean, yeah, give me a human who when they're right, they're not right. that just feels a little you know well, I think in this business, you know um.
1: Talking heads tend to think they're right even when they're not. They try to grasp at straws, if you will, to to, to make you think that they nailed it.
0: What is grasping at th- straws, by the way? It's like when why you, are you grasping?
1: When, when you draw straws.
0: Oh, that's why Like you're trying to figure out who goes first?
1: I don't know. Is that the same thing?
0: No. Okay. I don't, I don't think it is. Um, hi, Andrew. Good morning. Are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Let's play see Tom Brady, and then let's see how happy Tom, Um, not Tom, uh, Andrew Buckish's is. Uh, Tom Brady did not play la- well last night. Could be the end. Kissed his mom and dad on the way out of the sta- stadium, which was very sweet. And um, as you would imagine, it's kind of hard to hear the question. But as you would imagine, Tom Brady was asked about what happens next and when he's going to figure it out. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight, and and uh. Or you want to take stuff out? Let first. No, I'm not. You know, I, this has been a lot of focus on you know this game so yeah it's just be one day at a time all right let me preface this question bogish with some with some honesty on my end not only was I wrong about Dak Prescott but I have character flaws maybe but here's some truths about me when Jay Cutler retired he was all like oh, I'm gonna miss the game I, I think I I know I thought I, I think I said out loud I hate you go away forever that's it that's that's a true story um I don't like Jay Cutler <laughs> I, <don't>, I don't even <laughs> think his
2: ex-wife said that to him when they got divorced
0: yeah, go away. Um, a couple years ago, Chris Paul and the Suns were in the finals. I had placed a fairly sizable wager on the Suns to win the NBA Finals when I got pretty good odds midway through the season. And while I had while I had made a little money middling some of the games, there was a, a sizable financial interest for me. You know, f- there was four numbers in that number, which is a lot for me for the Suns to win that 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 series, and I. Rooted for them, and I tried to root for them, and when they lost and they panned a Chris Paul, nothing but elation filled me. <laughs> like I, I'm being, I mean, just loved every moment of it, even though it cost me several thousand dollars. Yeah, I say all that to say this or ask this: Are you pretty happy coming off a night watching Tom Brady look like a broken, feeble, sad imitation of a player?
2: No. The short answer okay. is no. To be honest, uh, I was not reveling in that last night. That's a tough spot for me because I don't like the Cowboys either. So mm. the Cowboys looking good annoyed me. That was my focus, not Brady. And I really, I'm at the point now I just needed to be over. And I thought it was over for 40 glorious days and then it wasn't over. So... I guess I think I'm just kind of protecting myself now. When we start a season and he's not in the league, then I can relax. But there's no more petty excitement for interceptions or losses or anything like that. I'm relieved he's out. We've discussed my fears of another Brady, January, February run. I'm glad that's over. But there's no over-the-top emotions for
0: me right now or last night. Me, Me too. I'm not... My Brady hate has dissipated to net neutral or even slightly liking the guy over the last two or three years. I don't know how he turned me, but he did. I just, I just felt it was just a bummer to watch, honestly.
2: Yeah, I didn't feel pity either. Um, a lesser person might point out that he maybe ruined his family to play football, and this is the way the season plays out. A sub-500 team, terrible loss last
0: night. Some folks might enjoy that. I'm not going to go there. I mean, that is the thing, the enjoyment aside. And and DCL, I know we don't know. By the way, Bogus, how good does that shirt look on Tom?
2: You know what? It's even better in person. I'm glad you can see it through our very, very significant HD, whatever, camera system here at the studio. But he fills that shirt out well. And you're not wrong in that there's a version of that shirt that probably costs hundreds of dollars from a fancy designer that if... The dude that played Spider-Man wore it. He'd be in all the cool magazines. Look how hot Spider-Man looks. All the ladies yep. flocking to Spider-Man. And d pulls it off for probably 12 bucks from Old Navy. Same thing. Beautiful.
0: Does your wife know you leave the house in that shirt?
1: Uh, she is aware, yes. I, I I saw her this morning before I left.
2: Is it her birthday? Are you trying to dress? Are you wearing her favorite shirt? For her birthday or any, you know, you're, Today, are you in a bad spot? You're trying to make up for th- something here? T- today's not Valentine's Day, right? I it is not. That. No, it yeah. is not.
1: It is not. We are getting close, though. We're inside of a month for Valentine's Day. Uh, no special occasion. It's not our anniversary. Is not my wife's birthday. It's just, just a regular shirt.
0: If Tom Brady on Instagram drops a beach photo where he's trying to look all at peace, that's like the shirt he's going to be wearing. Yeah. For real.
2: Yep. Dropping the kids off at school. Casual, right. but not. Oh, he's, such in, he's in such great shape. Still at 45, 46. And then Diesel's just sitting good. there all natural, filling that shirt out. Well done. You look. You do. Oh, you yeah, well no. Done. Sit back. Throw the packs yeah. at us. Oh,
0: look at him. Like, look at <laughs> the flex. You guys are the worst. The casual <laughs> guys flex. Are the
1: absolute worst. He's
2: <laughs> like, uh, which way is the studio? This way or that way?
0: I like the casual flex. Um, it's hard to focus because it just. It does. It. Yeah, I'm gonna turn I my camera to. off. You you know I'm here. By I now. need to get in shape, man. That's where I'm. It is time for me to mix in a lot of salads. Okay, so um, here's the other thing about Brady, and you're and you're right, Andrew. I thought about it. He, who knows, if he actually chose football over his fan over his marriage, rather than that was part of a PR sort of battle between the two of them. If that is a tough. That is a tough season. That is not a great season for that trade. The other thing is it's not as if at least for me it looked like there's an easy solution here if you had a different team in offensive line. He just doesn't look good anymore. Why would anyone entertain who is serious about winning football games? Why would anyone entertain Tom Brady next year? Why, you know the idea of him being a dolphin or a niner and it, I, I, if I'm a GM in the National Football League as great as he used to be and as much as we've seen people do this at the end of their careers, Elway Hatt was younger and I think Peyton Manning's the best example. The guy sucks. I mean, sucks is so unfair. But he's old. He's not effective anymore, right?
2: Yeah, but I don't think he's done. Done. I think the stuff that you mentioned matters. I think the offensive line matters. No run game matters. Maybe the head coach and the offensive coordinator matter. I think there's I was, a, thing was bad. <laughs> I think there's a scenario where Brady cannot sabotage you for one more year. I don't you know. When I pegged him for 40 touchdowns. And he's somehow through for 40 touchdowns. I don't think that's on the table anymore. But I do think he could be useful if everything else around him is, is correct.
0: I'm about to validate Cell in a way that someone who pulls out that shirt doesn't need. Mm-hmm. But I would rather have Brock Birdie, if I'm in the Niners, I think, than Tom Brady next year. So Because... because I know people could figure Purdy out. I understand this tape. I, I got. I get it. Diesel, I, I'm with it. That's where I mean not not Trey Lance because I haven't seen. Where do you go? Like, I get the Dolphins. Is if you don't think Tua's is going to play, is that the risk you run? That's, that's the, the that's the fit, right?
1: That's the only one I could come up with. If Tua, if you're not sold about his concussions, that I know doctors have come out and said he's at no greater risk of getting a concussion next season than any other player in the NFL but are the Las Vegas Raiders better next season with Tom Brady instead of Derek Carr
0: absolutely not I mean I the thing so. about the the Dolphins have a really smart offensive mind I think in Mike McDaniel and they've got two incredibly fast receivers and so you know Tua's is really accurate but doesn't have the world's strongest arm so if, if that's part of what you're my thing with Brady is, guys don't suddenly once they hit that expiration date. It's like milk; once it goes bad, it's it's bad. Once once you're an old quarterback and you're you're broken down physically and you just don't have it, you, you don't have it. Don't you worry, Andrew, that it's going to speed up that 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 there's going to be an exponential level of of embarrassment and lack of play at some point from this guy, and maybe that's part of what we're seeing.
2: Yeah, this definitely could be the beginning of that, no doubt. But I want to go back to your first point. I'm taking him over Brock Purdy. I think him over Tua for a year is more is debatable. You can't take Brock Purdy's seven games over Tom Brady for one for next year alone. Like I'm so forty six. Yeah, uh, if, if it's Brady or Purdy, I'm taking the Brady gamble. Brady or Tua is where now. I feel like I'm in the D-cell land where I'm picking somebody else over the greatest quarterback of all time.
0: Where, let me ask you this. When I say Purdy, I mean Purdy slash Trey Lance, right? Because now they're in a position where Purdy has probably goes in as, if they win. He go, Purdy goes in at least competing for the job, and maybe it's his job and it's Trey Lance if he's healthy trying to compete. So I just think between the two of them, you're going to have a young, capable quarterback.
1: And I want to be clear here too, Bogush. I'm only going Brady over Tua because of the concussion issues this season. If you're telling me Tua's is going to be healthy next season, I'm absolutely sticking with Tua. I saw how good he can be in that offense.
2: Yeah, but we don't know what Tua is in December and January yet. And it, not not to dismiss how good he was this sort of this year, but we don't know what he is when the pressure is at its peak. And we know what Brady is, or what, I mean, he, what he used to be. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, maybe I, there, there's maybe. Man, maybe you're right. Through 66 it, times last night, like no quarterbacks have to do that. They're so broken, and I think we, in the end, we were underestimating how bad they were, while focusing just on him.
0: So part of what's interesting here is his sadness, right? His his the very clear, visceral, front-facing. Tom Brady doesn't want to play football. Hard to distinguish between how much of it is his personal life. Hard to know, but that's at least worth throwing out as a factor. How much of it is he just physically in pain and doesn't want to be there. And and you're right, maybe I underestimated how bad he thinks his team is and how much he thinks the team is a piece of you-know-what. And that's where his... Not anger. I don't think it's been anger. Just, just like, oh, my God, I hate this place. Right, and it's where it's come from.
2: it wouldn't excuse him behaving like that. But when you're 45 and you know you only have X amount of games left, you've got no patience for the rest of the situation you're in, you know, tying your hands. Like, you still should have been a good soldier, but there's more, I think, acknowledgement of, man, I'm at the end here. I wasn't supposed to be like this. And my kids might hate me, and my wife is gone. Whatever, like that's a tough spot to be in.
0: Let me say this too, though, about the calculation of bringing him in. I understand what you're saying. Where where there's a there's a possibility, he's still sixty percent of the Tom Brady that has when he has a real team that we've seen before, and that's formidable. But no, Brady's not going to go to any team that doesn't have expectations to win now, right? He's not about that life of, of of a team that may. It's a maybe. And you can't bench Tom Brady. If he goes to the Niners and he's not good, you can't bench him, I don't think. If he goes to the Dolphins and he's just awful, I don't think you can bench him. And and you're, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's not going to fire with the Niners. He's not on the hot seat next year no matter what. But there's a window, and they've, they've got a lot of talent on that team. I think Mike McDaniel shouldn't be, but there's already idiots in, in Miami. No offense to those of you that are those folks. Calling for Mike McDaniel to be, to be fired. And I do think like there's, they, I mean they, they spent a lot to get some of the guys that they got. If you get Tom Brady, and he's bad through seven games. I don't think you can bench him. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe maybe that's the fallacy of my thinking. But if you can't bench Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady, you're gambling the entire season and everything that, that, on him just being, being capable, where eventually, right, 46, 47, 52, 80 years old, at some point, he's, it's just a physical impossibility. And that to me seems like a really a really worrisome risk yeah. if you're if you're one of those guys coaches or gms
2: although i don't I don't know that I would agree that he's unbenchable if oh, he's I don't know. if he's terrible he doesn't play he might have a longer leash than most than everybody else, but at some point you go, dude, you can't play anymore and probably he goes, yeah, I can't play anymore
0: like so you, but here's the thing how do you get Brady and have a capable backup you're going to bring Brady in and you're going to sit Brock Purdy again well
2: so i was as you were talking the the team that makes off the top of my head right now that makes a lot of sense is the one that lives in D-Cell's favorite state, the Jets. That's a talented team. They don't have any quarterback right now. I still I don't think Mike White is the long-term answer, and we have no idea what Zach Wilson is. You need a year to let Zach Wilson get out of whatever he's in emotionally, oh. mentally, physically. He's gonna go Give to the me Jets. Tom Brady for a year. I don't know if he. I know all. I'm talking about just from a football and a roster standpoint. The Jets make sense. The Jets have a need for a quarterback just for 2023.
0: I get it. I mean, and I'm sort of also. Can you imagine the New York media if Brady isn't good? Yeah, and the
2: Patriots beat up on the Jets still. What is it, 14 straight Patriot wins head-to-head with the Jets, and then Brady still can't fix that? That'd be amazing. And he's,
0: and he's Brady. I'm, I'm imagining there's not a lot of love that's lost between Brady and many vocal members of the New York media. Yes.
2: Oh, there's more reasons to not bring him here, but if you're just looking at the quarterback situation and a team that is, you know— is a good is good. The Jets, I know the, the end of the year was terrible, but the Jets have a the Jets are more talented on paper than the Giants are, and the Giants are in the second round of the playoffs. So you stabilize that position, stay healthy, yeah. and have your young guys take another step in their development. That's a good football team in a tough division, but that's a good football team. And then Brady is definitely better than Zach Wilson at the moment because Zach Wilson can't play.
0: I was going to say he can't do it, but but Brett Favre played for the Vikings. So so anything yeah outside of Aaron Rodgers playing for the Bears, right? There's no I mean <laughs> that's already that thresholds already been, been crossed. All right. Uh can I have you power rank Bogish the celebrity sightings that we we had yesterday?
2: Yeah, so so and I've got to tell you what grasping at straws means because I found that out too while we were talking. So, oh, we can do that first. Okay. Yeah. So, it actually is not connected to like the str- you know picking straws for whatever. It comes from a proverb that Says from 1534, a drowning man will clutch at straws, meaning they think the straws of like thin oh, yeah. reeds and stuff in the water to save himself. So you're grasping at straws to survive, to that's succeed. Dark. So that's where that comes from.
0: Drowning, I mean, that's a, that's a fear. That, yeah. That's okay. I'm not using that expression anymore, I don't think, because I'm going to have that picture. Sorry in my head. about that. No, um, it's okay. On a lighter note, we got Vince
2: Vaughn, we got Rapino, and who's the first person? Post Malone, who I yeah.
0: wouldn't, who I would never have recognized.
2: Even with the, ta- the the face tattoos, that's
0: what my brother said. That's like, where how my he head not... went too. Yeah. yeah, couldn't
2: give you a Post Malone song, but I would know if I saw him on the street. Oh, Post Malone's super talented. I uh, yeah, I've, actually, you know what? I've the only song I've heard him sing that I remember is he did a version, an acoustic version of "Better Man" by Pearl Jam. I think on Howard Stern and it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's I'm looking that's definitely the dude that I that I saw yesterday, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. He had um he had a cap on, right, I think, or a hoodie. Like so I wasn't I was like, Oh, there's a guy with some squigglies on his face. Like <laughs> good good for him, man. Pulling that off. Some squigglies? Yeah. Yeah, it's whatever he's got going, you know. So I'd I mean, go I think it's yeah.
2: I'd go okay. Vaughn Rapino post Malone.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Post Malone last.
2: I mean, I got, I got nothing for Post Malone. But, like, Vince Vaughn's been in a handful of my favorite movies. You talk okay. sports with Rapino. We've got some friends in common. And I, but I got nothing for Post Malone. Nice face tattoo. Why would you do
0: that? It, 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 it's an interesting choice, um, stylistically. It's did, just so permanent.
1: Did you say friends in common with Megan Rapino? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I got
2: some icebreakers for her.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. And we can talk
2: about, you know, wedding crashes with Vince Vaughn. I don't know what I would talk to Post Malone about.
1: Do you think Vince Vaughn really wants to talk about wedding crashers? Probably not. I have Jennifer
2: Aniston questions for him as well. So I, oh, all, things, all things he doesn't want to talk about. Yeah. But still, I. but he's got to be first. He's got to come first.
0: The word on the street is that Vince Vaughn is a super nice, chummy, friendly guy. Oh, even better then. Yeah. Like Like... Everyone that I know, but me, is had a beer. With, just like goes to a, any bar in L. A. And Vince Vaughn's buying him beers, and then I show up like you just miss Vince Vaughn. I He's ever he, he's a shadow for me. He's a promise. He's a whisper. I got to move. I'm grasping straws here, man. Um, oh, I don't. It just feels wrong now, doesn't it? I don't like it. Do you disagree with the with the celebrity setting power? Because it was cool. Like it was cool for my brother, right in L. A. You know, because now it's like, oh, is this is what it's always like? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> or the first time in my life. Uh, I'd probably go Post Malone over
1: Megan Rapino, but I agree. Vince Vaughn, yeah. number one.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you there, too. All right. Good talk, guys. Good talk, Bogush. It's like we're friends. Oh, we are friends. I'm going to see you guys in a week. I'm going to see you guys in six days.
2: Look out. I've already cleared my schedule.
0: Let's go get a pizza. Go get a little, little John's on Bleecker.
2: What time you need to be out, DeSalle? I'll make, so, start making some calls for you today. 2.30, 2 o'clock? When do you feel comfortable leaving here? Let's go two. Let's shoot for two. Uh, I don't know that middle for two thirty. No, no, no. You we leave early anyway. Why don't you leave early to get pizza with us? And you're here way too early in the morning. So I feel like you can make up for it by an early exit.
1: What do you mean? I have things to do in the morning. You
2: don't need to be here before seven a.m. And you normally are. You could get here. What and are eight you and be doing? Fine. Yeah, that's well. That's the other question. Why? Are you, can what I are see you the
1: fruits of that? <laughs>
2: I mean, no. you're sitting in your little cubby or smacking keyboards, cutting audio, but I don't know where it goes. He's he's actually a top crypto trader. We just—it's been a rough two or three months. Yeah, maybe just practice buy or sell like three times less,
0: and coming at eight o'clock.
1: <laughs> Get some sleep. You're not supposed <laughs> to walk in while I'm
0: practicing. <laughs> buy or what, sell. What is it with everyone that's produced this show being really? Like, I gotta work on this. Just come on some topics and just do it off the top of your head. The hey. Star. Thus far. <laughs> Thus far so good. <laughs> and hey, Barcelona beat Real Madrid 3-1 to one in a Classico in the Supercopa. Buy or sell Barcelona is going to use this to really turn the season around. I don't know, right? Wait for it. Wait yeah. for it. <laughs> Get this. <Yeah>. See? <laughs> Get this. Yeah. All right, I don't know if we're going to do it to air supply music or not. We haven't really gotten there, and I didn't request it. So that's up to Tom if he just wants to ad-lib. But but Lamar Jackson has crafted a love letter to leadership and to openness and to clarity. And we're going to definitely not make fun of him for being somebody who doesn't communicate with his own team in an effective way, even though he wants a quarter of a billion dollars. That's coming up and with all of its kindness. We're grasping at straws here. It just doesn't feel right. Uh, after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from my best friend, for me, Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. There's the other guy. See he air or supply? Lonely Nights. I grew up in Dubuque, Iowa. Cat FM. And, uh, does it feel so right? Pretty sure. I don't know this to be a fact, but my presumption, Tom, are you faded down? It's magic. Oh, it's back. My presumption is there's a law in Dubuque, Iowa, northeast Iowa, border of Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, that an air supply song must always be playing somewhere in Dubuque. It's that popular, huh? It was in the day. And I haven't been back to Buke in a while. But last time I was there, I feel like I was flipping around and Air Supply was on. And that is the song. That is the, the emotional vibe that I, I want you, wherever you are listening, to feel, to sense, to channel the sadness and the hope and the dreams. And can we make it work? And we're out of love. And it's, but uh, there was love. As I read you Lamar Jackson's emotional IG post yesterday. I'm all out of love. My name is Lamar. See, I'll even sing air supply, and I can't sing. I don't care, Tom, because it's the magic. All right, that's where we're that's what we're channeling. Are we ready for this? This is Lamar Jackson. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good... That good thing takes care of you, too. Or it writes a super obnoxious, opaque, threatening, passive-aggressive IG post that people like me have to talk about. Like, oh, okay. You pour into it? Hey, Lori, get over here. What does that even mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, th- okay, so obviously... Lamar Jackson is feeling neglected by the Baltimore Ravens, put out, uh, whatever. And and there are teammates who 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 want him to stay. Ravens defensive end, Clay's Campbell said the other day via the team's website, which is by the way their PR apparatus, so the Ravens are trying not to air supply music just like a normal guy. Yeah. you you can't let a guy like him go. I know it's football, and there's always some new exciting toy, new exciting kid that's potentially go out there and be great, but this is a for sure known. You know Lamar Jackson is an incredible player. I think it's in the best interest of the Ravens organization to give him a long-term con- contract, make him our guy. Okay, the Ravens have not been debating whether or not to give him a long-term contract. The Ravens haven't struggled internally with whether or not they want him to be their quarterback long-term. I might struggle with it. I'm a little uncertain about his ability to stay healthy and now his commitment, but certainly his durability slash his effectiveness in the postseason. What, they're, what they've struggled with is giving him a massive amount of money somewhat predicated on the terrible Deshaun Watson contract. They're not offering, they're, it's not like the, the, the average quarterback salary is $50 million a year, and they're saying to him, we want to pay you $17 million a year. That's not what's happening. Uh, Lamar Jackson might have something good. Maybe he's playing with it. Maybe he shouldn't be taking chances with it. Maybe he shouldn't be neglecting it. Maybe he should look at what he has in the Ravens and pour into it. Maybe he should appreciate it. Maybe he should understand that if he takes care of what's going on in Baltimore, they'll take care of him. Like, I don't know. Playing in the playoffs. And if you're hurt, if you're really hurt, I'm, I don't, I'm sure he is. Maybe you don't understand why they don't want to guarantee all the money all the time because you haven't stayed healthy. And it's really hard to win a Super Bowl. It is it, it, the math. It is hard to build a successful roster if your money is tied up in a quarterback. And that's even if the quarterback is healthy and out there all the time. It's a negotiation. Give me a break, man. Lamar, play some air supply before you realize that maybe you will lose something that you thought you loved. You this isn't making love out of nothing at all. Come on. That was an air supply reference, Tom. You looked a little, it's okay.
1: I'm not I'm not as familiar with Air Supply as you are.
0: To quote the officer, I celebrate their entire catalog. Actually, they have some terrible songs. I've got. I bought it. It's in the old mix on the phone every now and then, right? It'll just come up, and I'll go to turn it off because it may not be. What's the word I'm looking for? Good music, but then just little debut nostalgia rolls in. All right. You want you want to roll for Lamar here?
1: I don't. I I I think the Ravens still want him, but they want him back. On their terms, which is understandable. And at this point, it's getting so ugly. I don't know. And as you pointed out very astutely yesterday, like, this dude represents himself. So we have no idea how this is going to play out. Like, he might try, uh, draw a line in the sand, and, like, that's it his way or the highway. We could be headed for a divorce here.
0: Can I point out that, understandably, there's a lot of talk about Kyle Shanahan. He just needs a quarterback, and he's going to be great. I know it's a different kind of deal. But... The hardball who's in Baltimore won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Flacco played really well in that Super Bowl. But still, that is an incredibly well-run organization. You get Jimmy G in there. I'm not doing Tom Brady, but whatever. Tom Brady plays at a high level. I'm not saying that you you should move on from Lamar, but but I don't think that's an organization that has to have Lamar Jackson be successful for them to be successful because we've seen that. This isn't Arizona hoping and praying Kyler figures it out. You get somebody else, Baltimore can win. So I just, playing with fire. Air Supply wrote a lot about Lamar. You just listen to the album. Second chances and all that stuff. All right, let's, I'm going to ask Bryant McFadden about Lamar Jackson, and we'll get into this incredible postseason with our buddy, the Super Bowl champion, next here on CBS Sports Radio.